Welcome to Rebel Ed Podcast, episode number seven. I'm Mrs. Batman, South Gray High School principal, and I'm with um, seniors Ethan and Taylor, and we're excited to be back. So just a little update on uh, this week in sports. Uh, So it was a pretty great week for South Gray sports as we got the opportunity to play in the state basketball tournament and end up making it to the state championship. So we end up playing three games in the state tournament, starting off with Pratt Skyline. We end up winning that game 72 to 49. We then played Nest City. We won that game 69 to 58. And then in the championship game, we end up losing to Opie 54 to 47. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you guys, uh, all the community for all the support uh, you gave us throughout this season and in the state tournament. Uh, you guys really helped make it a great experience for all of us players and everybody involved with the team. And then on another note, forensics, uh, there was a home forensics meet this week. And as far as forensics go, it's kind of weird because when you have a home meet for forensics, you can't actually, like the people, like people from South Gray can't actually participate in the meet. But it still takes a lot of work to put on a forensics meet. So thank you to everybody who helped put that on. Oh, and I also wanted to put a shout out to the facts group who made the hospitality room happen. They did a great job. Yes. Yep. Okay, we'll go into our first interview. So our first interview of the day will be with legendary high school basketball coach, long t- been at South Gray for what seems like ever, Mr. Mark Applegate. So first off, Mr. Applegate, would you like to talk to us a little bit about the basketball team this year, talk about the type of players you had and just how the season went? Well, first off, I'd, I'd like to explain the term legendary. The legendary <laughs> just means that you've been around for a long, long time. And that's that's this term, uh, legendary. But this year's team was a great team. It's uh, we We were very cohesive. They played together very well. And uh, – they were a fun group of boys to, to coach because uh, that makes my job a lot easier. It makes Coach Salmon's job a lot easier. And it's they were just fun. Yeah. Um, how would you say uh, how would you say this team is different compared to previous teams? Well, uh, one way they were different from four other previous teams is that the four other previous teams won the state tournament and this team just got set <laughs> in the state tournament. But they, uh, uh, this team was uh, – every team I've coached has, has, uh, has its qualities, its good qualities, and, and it, this, is, this team is unique in itself. And uh, they were they, – they can stand alone uh, – uh, just on their qualities. And I think on one thing that made our team a little bit different is just our depth. We had 12 players on our team that I believe could start on every single team in our league. So that just made our practices really intense. We were always super competitive. So just the depth we had on our team was a lot of fun and really helped us out, I think. Yeah, so let's um, let's talk a little bit about the state tournament. Um, so uh, – First of all, how many times have you won state? Four times. Four times. And how you've been to the state tournament, I mean, 
16 times. Wow. Okay. Um, so obviously you've had a super successful career in basketball. Do you have a, like a specific philosophy to coaching basketball? Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty simple game. We, you just want to score more points than the other team. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great philosophy right there. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I don't know. Um, was there any, with regards to the state tournament, what teams surprised you the most? Because um, I know that you and Mr. Salmon spent lots of time watching film uh, going into the state tournament, and I was just wondering if there were any any specific teams that surprised you. Well, really, we thought Little River would be in the in the finals. Uh, you know, the the Opie Little River game, we watched that, and and uh, we were we were kind of surprised with some of the some of the players that uh, that Opie had and the the games that they had and and uh you know i i really felt like that uh opie was a very good team and and uh when the game we played them um i i i felt like we were we our our game plan was was good and we stuck to our game plan and we just had about four possessions there where uh we let a kid uh shoot some threes that uh he doesn't ordinarily make but he made him that game so that's the way it goes. Yep. Um, so after after such a close loss, what do you tell your team after after that game in the locker room? Well, I I just told them that hey, you, you guys, you got second in the state. I mean, uh, you know that's uh, that's <laughs> quite a quite an yeah. achievement. Yeah. Is what it is. So, uh, you know, there was probably another hundred and ten schools in the state and one A that would love to trade places with you, you know, but and it doesn't make it any easier for them because they lost, you know, and they, and they were so close. And plus we were undefeated going in. That that also adds, adds pressure that people don't realize. Yeah. You can tell they're very disappointed because it doesn't seem like they want to stay out there and take pictures, even though second place is a huge accomplishment to them. They're still disappointed over that. And they would almost want to just go to the locker room and I've noticed, you know, anytime they have had a loss, you have to kind of coax them back out to even take a picture for second place. So I know for them, if it's not first, it's still it's still really hard. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is because, I mean, growing up in Montezuma and just watching South Gray for so long, we've got to see so many successful teams. So for my whole life, you know, or I think a lot of us could say this is we've had the goal of winning a state championship being another one of those teams and it's something you want so bad for so long so then when you get so close and just miss it it is a really disappointing feeling obviously and you you can't help but think about all the things you could have done differently and stuff like that but at the same time you know you just got to be appreciative of the opportunity that you got to play in the game and then you got to just uh, be grateful for all the uh, memories and experiences you made with your teammates. One of the things that I saw um, posted later was a picture of um, you and the team with all the players that you've coached before that happened to be at that game watching. That was probably one of my favorite photos of all time. I mean, it was just talk about history when you have all those kids that came back to represent our school and, and support our kids. That's, you don't see that happen very often. Whose idea was it to get the boys out there and take that picture? Uh, that would have been my wife's idea. <laughs> uh. The smart yeah. one in the family. Yeah, the smart one in the family. <laughs> it, it, it really was a good picture. 
you know, I, 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 we took that picture and I was standing in the middle and I looked around after the picture and I, I thought, man, I, well, I said to him, I said, man, you guys all look old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just, I think it just goes to show the respect they have for our kids, our school, and of course for you and our basketball program. Yeah, I think it really shows how you get connected to the program because even after you uh, graduate and you're not even a player anymore, you still want to see them succeed every year, and it's, just, it's kind of a... I think that's part of, you know, having the same coach, too. You build that um, camaraderie, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times after you leave, the coaches are, coaches move on, and you kind of lose that connection that you have with that program. And here, you know, Mr. Applegate's been here for quite a while, and so they still have that connection. So I think that's, that's a special thing that a lot of kids don't get to um, experience. Yeah. So on a, a little bit of a different note, what brought you to the uh, coaching and teaching fields in the first place? Well, that was a, a long time ago. But uh, before I came to uh, Montezuma and uh, I, I taught at Montezuma High School, uh, I worked at Wolf Creek Nuclear Plant. And uh, obviously I made a lot more money at Wolf Creek Nuclear <laughs> Plant than what I did as teaching. But uh, but I, I just didn't like uh my job i just didn't like punching the time card and and walking down the quarter of a mile to the job site and and uh and it was every day and you know and i wanted to get back into teaching and coaching and you know i I just thought well if i didn't uh i wasn't married then at the time and and uh i just thought well if i if it doesn't work out why i will uh uh i'll go back to construction you know, but it worked out. Uh, and, you know, I after I was only going to stay three years in Montezuma, and uh, and move on you know, somewhere else. And and uh, you know, I I met my my future wife here, and, and uh, you know, we raised a had kids and we raised a family. It's a great place to. It's a great community. You know, uh, Copeland and Montezuma both are just great communities to raise a family in. And yeah. you mentioned your wife, Mindy. Do you just want to kind of talk about the role she has on our team? Because I mean, it, it it really is a pretty big role she has. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, she keeps a, a scorebook, you know, for away games and home games, and uh, you know, she's she's really uh, she's the rock in my life. Mm-hmm. And you have to go home to her after the games and just to listen <laughs> to all the things that you you can want to complain about after yeah. it's all over yeah that's that's not a real fun job either but she does it remarkably yeah people that don't get to see like maybe you didn't get to see in our games she really is the mom of our basketball team and I think if you well, watched some of our games this year you could definitely tell that well, when you guys um, acknowledge her on, I think, senior night, yeah. you gave her some flowers and, and something else. I can't remember that. I think that made her night. She sent me a text right afterwards. So for you guys to do that for her, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, she definitely does yeah. mean a ton to the team. Yeah, so um, back to uh, basketball, what, what aspect do you enjoy about coaching the most? Winning. Winning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I – I, for example, this upcoming year, you know, we graduated, uh, we, we will graduate, uh, six seniors and, you know, and we've done that before. And the thing I really love about, uh, about that is I don't love losing the seniors, but, uh, I love that most people look at our roster and they say, Oh man, they got a lot of seniors. They'll be down next year. And I really love coming back 
with a new group of kids and uh and being very very good and and i think we will be next year definitely i heard somebody say that to you that you lost a lot of seniors and you were going to be down and you said oh we may surprise you (laughs) i thought yeah "Yeah." there's a lot of rising stars yeah there'll definitely be a lot of surprised people in the state next year i think i think that happened you know when gilbert left you just everybody was like oh gilbert's graduating he's moved on you guys are going to have a down year you're going to struggle and we just we never saw that other kids rise to the occasion um i think we had clifton and austin and some of those kids came back and and just took over and raised the bar, and all the other kids just follow that. So, yeah, I think next year will be about the same thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, a little bit of a different question. Who do you believe is the greatest basketball player of all time? Larry Bird. The greatest basketball player of all time? Yeah. Well, there's no question about it. It's Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of debates you know, online about that. And I was just wondering your opinion. <laughs> he was pretty amazing. Yeah. There's no question the about it. That's, that's who it is. But you know, that's, that's everybody's opinion. You know, mm-hmm. the game's changed a lot since then. Yeah. I mean, different, different, um, floats much faster, I think. And just, I don't know, just a different game that they play now. So being a coach, are there any other coaches that you kind of like to listen to the things they say and like kind of, learn from them oh sure yeah they're i mean uh, you know you go to coaches clinics and things even though i've been uh uh doing this for as many years as i have uh i still go to coaches clinics and and because there's always things you can learn you know and uh it doesn't really matter whether it's you know a, a pro coach or a college coach or even another high school coach uh there's always things you can learn if if you if you think you know it all uh, that's when you that's when you need to stop so uh how much longer do you plan on staying in the school system and coaching uh one more year at least one more year <laughs> yeah it's a it's a year-to-year thing oh okay <laughs> sounds yeah. good yeah well without a doubt you could probably go on to um bigger schools um what has what has made you stay here uh the community i i uh yeah i've had I wouldn't say I've had opportunities, but I've had uh, inquiries and and things. But uh, over the years, and uh, I I didn't want to leave the 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 boys. Yeah, we're very grateful for that. I think everybody would say. Yeah. So, uh, for anyone wanting to pursue coaching, uh, what advice would you give them? And is there anything that you wish you knew at the beginning beginning of your career? <laughs> I would uh, the, probably the best advice I would say is to to it's not all about X's nose. It's it's about relationships, uh, just creating those relationships and and uh, and it, you have to know some X's nose and those things obviously. But it's uh, it, it's it's more than than just that. It's it's creating relationships. Yeah. Well, do you? We have any more questions? How many technicals did you get this year? Two? I I don't know. I I don't. (laughs) I I think we talked about them. One maybe. I think you might have got one at most. I mean, I know our team. Our our team. The players had a couple. Yeah. Maybe two. Was it? I think we maybe had three team, two players, and maybe coach had one. Yeah. I think I had one. That's not bad. Something like that. From but, the new uh, official, yeah, the young one that doesn't know the yeah. legendary Mark Applegate. He decided <laughs> to throw a T out there on him. I bet he won't do that again. No, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you bark at those officials 
quite a bit, you know, as they come down, but not in a, not in a, a bad way. You just sure let them know uh, what you thought. So. I, I always tell officials that I'm, I'm here for you. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm here to help you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Um, coach Applegate for coming and being on our podcast today. Yeah. Well, thank you. Th- th- yeah. Thank you for having me. Welcome back. We're going to continue on um, talking about basketball. And one of my favorite players on the Rebel team has to be our next guest, Carter Riley. I remember when he was a freshman and Mr. Applegate was trying to get him in the gym. You know, get in there and shoot. You're going to have to work really hard. We're going to need you. And holy moly, did he not produce this year. He is an amazing um, athlete for South Gray, and um, we're going to visit with him. Okay, Carter, can you tell us a little bit about the past basketball season? So we had a really good season this year. It, it obviously didn't end the way we wanted to, but we still had a great season. I'm sure we all had fun, but we got second in the state, chur- in the state tournament, and we lost to OB by seven or nine, something like Lost that. Lost to my seven. Seven. Yep. Seven. Yep. So. So what did you enjoy most about this season? Definitely going to the state 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 tournament. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it was just in Dodge, and but still, just being able to go there is just an experience itself. I was going to ask Coach Applegate that about how, how that is when you get to play in a familiar arena, which you guys obviously, it's kind of like a little home court since you have league tournament mm-hmm. there. Um, do you like that experience, or do you kind of – Wish it was back in Hayes. Well, obviously back in Hayes, because then I feel like you get the full state experience because you're traveling and you're going and then you're staying in Hayes some nights and then you're playing at uh, the Gross Stadium. Or is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. <clears throat> Gross Memorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels more like a well-rounded experience, even with the pet band and everything and like I will, that. And I will say this about United Wilds Arena. We don't really ever play great there. No. We always, I mean, we usually obviously win there, but mm-hmm. we usually don't play our best games at United Wireless Arena. And it kind of, it was kind of like that in the state tournament. Neither game we played our best, I would say, but yeah, that's so, just how it goes. So yeah. why, why do you, um, why is that? Cause I've heard a whole bunch of theories on like, uh, just because it's such a big arena, sometimes your depth perception is off. Sometimes the court feels a little bit different. Yeah. Compared there, to there's other a courts. lot of weird mm-hmm. things about playing there. Card, you had like, what are the weirdest things to you? So my biggest thing was the lights. The, like when you're looking up, when you're under the basket and you're looking up, the lights are just directly in your eyes. But obviously when you're in a game, that's it shouldn't bother you too much. But that that's probably one of mine. And how mm-hmm. open it is around it, that's another really big thing. And how quiet it can get in there too. So. You know, a lot of people who aren't from here, they truly appreciate that arena. And I and I, I do too. It's an yeah, amazing it's a great place. Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but I have heard it's it's just harder to play well. There, yeah. There's and weird then. things about it. The lights definitely, because in some parts, some parts of the court, it's super dark. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you'll get lights in your eyes. And then also the, just the depth or so, on a normal basketball court, the goals there just feel like a way different height even. Yeah. And then with the, the screen behind, when you're shooting free throws, there's the screen behind you. So you're shooting free throws, looking at a video of you shooting free throws, <laughs> and so that that is also kind of there's a lot of distracting things that can you you really have to be focused in. On the bright side, though, there's a huge turnout to oh. the state tournament, especially mm-hmm. for the rebels. Oh so yeah, was there was really tons cool. of tons of community support mm-hmm. there. That was awesome. So Carter, when you go to college, um, you are going to be competing in a sport. Can you tell us a little bit about what your transition will be like from high school on? So, yeah, I, I signed to play at Dodge City Community College for football. And from there, I'll be playing tight end. 
And But before I do all that, I am in the Air Force Reserves. So once I graduate, I'll leave and go to boot camp for about eight weeks-ish. And then um, uh, after I graduate from boot camp, then I'll go to Northern Texas. And boot camp is in San Antonio. So then I'll go to Northern Texas for tech school. And then uh, that would be like another eight weeks. And if I go on time when I'm supposed to leave, when I got my ship dates, which is three days after I graduate high school, I will finish around September. So then I will enroll for the winter semester at Dodge and then do team workouts and do everything with the team get caught up. Now, oh, okay. I know that you didn't play football all four years in <clears> high <throat> school, I believe. Um, and now you're signed a letter to play football at Dodge City Community mm-hmm. College. Um, how did that all come about? And how many years did you play high school football? And can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I did not play football my freshman, sophomore year. And that was a huge disadvantage when it came to basketball because my hips were tight. I couldn't run very well. I just looked really unathletic out there. <laughs> and then my junior year, uh, my classmates ended up like making me go out. And then <laughs> like they, they peer pressured me so much like, oh, no, you definitely need to go out. You know, you're an upperclassman now and it's going to help in basketball. See, there are good forms of peer pressure. There Did are. It, didn't you start out as a manager? I was. I was a manager my sophomore year. And then in my junior year, too, I was a manager my junior year. And I went to one of the practices because Coach Hodson needed me to film practices for some reason. <laughs> and uh, and I, I loved the environment and I loved the intensity that the, the team brought. And I was like, wow, I, I really miss this from my eighth grade year. So then I asked Coach Hodson, I was like, hey, is it too late to join? He said no. And then I was on the team. But you're going to be playing a different position in college, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't they sign you for something different? Yeah. So I played offensive line primarily center center was my main go-to offensive line position and then now uh they got me a tight end because my height and weight is fit for that funny story about carter riley on the his first day of high school football practice (laughs) all right so we're all junior yeah okay so we're all getting ready to get ready for practice you know we're getting our pads we're getting everything we're putting everything on and carter can't find his stuff he has no clue where it is he's He's, he's starting to say, so who stole my stuff? You know how it goes when you lose stuff. Mm-hmm. He goes and gets Mr. Hodson. <laughs> Mr. Hodson comes in the locker rooms all, all mad. He's like, who took Carter's stuff? He's now at the whole team. He's like, oh, we're going to run for this. Well, guess what? The stuff is right above his locker. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and then somebody's somebody like, Carter, your stuff's right there. And so that was, that was how the Carter's first day of practice started for football. Yep. And, I, and from that moment, I was like, ah, oh, I, don't, I don't know about this. And it only got better, didn't it? Got it? Way, it, it got way lu- better. Luckily, it got way better. <laughs> so uh, why, So what, what was your reasoning behind um, choosing you know, football over basketball and then choosing Dodge City Community College specifically? Well, Dodge was the only college that gave me an offer. And I knew I wanted to keep competing after high school because – the reason I chose football was because basketball, like my height was not cut out to be a, a center or a post. And so like if you go to the NBA, like James Harden, he's an excellent basketball player. He's, he, he can shoot the ball crazy, and he's he's my height. So I just wouldn't be able to compete in the next level in basketball. So. Oh, yeah, I see. Um, And you said uh, what are you planning on majoring in? Uh, okay, so I plan on doing business management and or HVAC. Well, because really, honestly – Together, those probably would be great degrees together because if you major in HVAC, then you could probably start your own heating and air conditioning mm-hmm. company, company and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So probably great degrees to have mm-hmm. together. And that's also what I'm doing in the Air Force, too. Yeah, that's HVAC. the job that I have. Oh, so, yeah. And that's what I'm going to tech school for. 
So, um, yeah, you're in the Air Force Reserves. Um, what, uh, first of all, do you enjoy it? I do. I really do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you enlist in the Reserves? Kinsey was a big part. So when like her, her whole her whole enlistment process, you know, she she did a lot and she worked hard for it. And then once we got to go to San Antonio to watch her graduate boot camp, just like the whole environment of the military and the Air Force, I really enjoyed that and that helped me. Oh yeah, make, make my decision. And so, but then I was only a sophomore, a freshman or a sophomore then, so I couldn't do anything at the time. So then, around like my junior years, when I started talking to a recruiter. And then I had to go to MEPS, which is Military Entrance Processing Station. So that's where you go get your tests done, and they make sure you're up to par to join. All right, and if I'm right, when you are uh, – I feel like I remember when you were enlisting in the military or in the Air Force Reserves and like that, you had to complete like a few physical tests, like, I mean, like mm-hmm. a sit-up test. Was there a push-up test? So, yeah, when I, ha- when I go to drill is what it's called, which is just DNTF, which is Development and Training Flight. And that's that's preparing me for boot camp. So I go there first weekend of every month, and I'm with a class. And then we do a, a mock test, which is you run a mile and a half in a certain amount of time, do a minute of push-ups and a minute of sit-ups. And then you have to get within like a certain amount of each to, to pass. And if I'm right, I, you trained pretty hard to get ready for that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that all that training for the military helped you when it came to sports? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean – uh, as of right now, but if anything, sports is helping me with my tests now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of flip flopped, but yeah. So, um, uh, once you return from, uh, or once you come back to Dodge city community college, what does the schedule with the reserves look like past that? So it'd just be like how it is now. So I'll have, uh, on the job training and that'll just be first weekend of every month, just like I'm doing now. But instead of just taking a class, I'm doing actual HVAC work on base in Wichita. Oh, okay. So yeah. So what are your plans after college, Carter? What do you What do you see yourself doing a few years down the road? Probably. Hmm. I don't know. I I really don't know quite yet. Probably work honestly after football, or even if I have the opportunity to continue playing football, I'll probably do that. But and if that doesn't work out, then I'll probably just work and then. That'd, yeah, that'd be it. So I, I, I have to ask, um, uh, because both you and Kinsey are in the Air Force Reserves, mm-hmm. was there anything in particular that made you choose Air Force? Well, it well Air Force wasn't my first option right away. It was the Navy. I wanted to go into the Navy because my Uncle Dave was also in the Navy, and he told me, like, all the cool stuff you do. And But, but I think Air Force would just – fit my schedule better and they're probably going to be way more flexible so oh yeah yep um so uh do you uh um do you expect to uh like stop at um the associate associates degree level or continue your education to a bachelor's i don't know uh i have like my gi bill and everything but i don't plan on using that yet so i don't know it might stop at associates but if i really care to keep going then i'll probably keep going so oh yeah do you have any role models carter anybody that you really look up to my grandpa he he was one of the main reasons i went back out for football and because when he heard that i wasn't going out for football my freshman year it just broke his heart and he was so upset and then and then and i went out for my junior year and he's so happy and, and he came to he did not miss a football game my senior year or my 
you know, for basketball, he missed a couple of basketball games because we'd have Tuesday and Fridays, and that's a lot of traveling for him because he lives back in northeast Kansas, and that's like a six-and-a-half-hour drive for him and my grandma. So I had the opportunity to meet them at Kiowa County, and they are wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And also, I'd like to say, you and Coach Blattner have a pretty special relationship, I would say. So, like, what are some ways that Coach Blattner has helped you along in your football career? He just never gave up on me. He he saw my potential and he kept working with me and then especially this senior year because if he wouldn't have been coaching, uh, I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to go play at the next level. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's great. And also, I kind of wanted to go kind of back to basketball, but not necessarily basketball. Almost to the summer going into your senior year, and uh, this is a thing. This is something that probably most people don't have any idea about. So in the summer, summer evenings, we all, there's tons of people, like people that have already graduated high school, people in high school that we get off work and then we're back in the gym working out and playing basketball and stuff like that. There's people, I mean, there's college basketball players there. You got Jackson, Gilbert, Clifton, all those guys there playing mm-hmm. basketball. You got all the uh, high school basketball players there, you know, me, you, Aaron, Brady, we're all there. There's so many people there playing basketball, working out. It's almost mm-hmm. like a completely, like, training. You're training every day this summer right. for the upcoming sports seasons. And you played a ton. We were there every night, obviously. Oh, almost and every night, yeah. how did uh, playing basketball against Gilbert, having Gilbert and Jackson guard you every single day, how did that make you better going on into the season? It kept me competitive because I knew, like, oh, geez, you know, these guys are playing basketball at the next level at Hayes and – Clifton playing at Coffeeville and I mean Jackson playing at Coffee. Did they both go to Coffeeville? No, Jackson Clifton was at Coffeeville. Clifton with the Clifton Butler. Butler, yeah. And then I think Jackson's at Hayes now mm-hmm. and Gill's both. Yeah, Hayes yeah. And then so yeah, just me knowing that they can play at the next level and I had to keep I had to keep up with them, you know. And I don't want to, you know, I I just, I, I, just <laughs> I had to keep up with them. Playing yeah. against better people yeah. make you a better athlete. Because mm-hmm. I remember at the at the beginning of the summer. Those guys were just, I mean, obviously they're much bigger, much better than Carter, just tear them apart. But by the end of the summer, Carter was handling his own. He could score on them. He could guard a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, that That to me, I was like, wow, this, I mean, he, he have, we have a lot of potential here exactly. with Carter because I could just see the amount of improvement he made from the beginning of the summer to the end of the summer. I was like, this is going to be, This is. I mean, it really made me excited for the upcoming seasons. Mm-hmm. And confidence. Yeah, you know, tons to of build confidence. that confidence. So uh, on a little bit of a different note, um, what advice would you give uh, a freshman at the start of their high school journey? Keep keep working. Just don't stop working. I know I, I had to go help Garrett Love with his little kids basketball camp, and I told him, don't ever give up on basketball because basketball will never give up on you. And if if you, even if you're a girl, you know, playing volleyball, don't give up. Just keep working. You know, go past your limit. Oh, yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, in the future, do you plan on, you know, staying in the local community or um, leaving? Because I believe your sister lives in Missouri now, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yeah, she does. She lives in around Excelsior Springs, Missouri, which is where my dad grew up, actually. But I plan on coming back here, actually. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, well thanks, Carter. We appreciate your time and all of your um, wonderful information for our podcast. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.
And welcome back to Aaron's Antics. I will immediately pass it on to Aaron. What's up, guys? It's good to be here today with Taylor and Ethan. And uh, surprisingly, this week we're back with uh, Mrs. Batman here. She has made it to Aaron's Antics this the week. The first time she's ever been on Aaron's Antics. I've been a little busy, but I am excited to be here today. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Well, it we're is. excited to have her. Yeah. I'm going to see if you're going to, I think you're going to throw me under the bus, so I might as well be here to watch it. Yeah, I threw some shade at her early when she was faking (laughs) sick. Yeah. I do that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I think where we're going to start today is we we thought it would be a cool idea to do a review over our school. So uh, let's talk a little bit about our school just in general, um, not certain people or anything like that, but just the school as a whole. So. We're going to be rating it out of five stars and then maybe uh, some personal opinions to go along with them. So first, we're going to be talking about the facilities here. Taylor, what do you think about uh, South Gray's facilities? So I like, I really like the current state of South Gray's facilities because when you travel around the league, there's a lot of times, especially I noticed this in Scholars Bowl and Forensics, where you go into their schools and they've got... uh, you know, murals are cool and everything, but they they cover their walls with, like, dark shades of, you know, purple and uh, and all, all sorts of stuff like, like almost this. Almost like not, a cheap feeling. Not, yeah, yeah. Not not to name any specific schools, but it's usually the schools that are purple. And I'm sitting here <laughs> looking at our blue wall, and this I think it looks this, pretty awesome. Yeah, and we got, one room, and the reason, yeah. I like, I re, the reason I like South Gray is, is this room is an exception, but I still like it. Um, it's uh, most... Everywhere is kind of whitewashed walls. It feels clean, feels open. Whereas when you get all these dark, like oranges and purples, it, it makes the space feel tight and and cheap. I agree. Taylor's a very plain. So guy, out though. of out of five stars, I would recommend. I would I would rate our facilities. Uh, is it, is our round numbers rookie scores? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's rookie. rookie scores. Okay, so I'm gonna rate it. Uh, a four point, uh, four point, four point four stars. Okay, that, that's, he stared at the wall a yeah. long time <laughs> to come up with four point four. Yeah, everybody probably quit listening. <laughs> they probably thought it was over. You yeah. stayed for so long. Yeah. Uh, Miss Batman, what do you think about our facilities? Uh, how well, long have you been here? Four years now. Is this yeah. So what do you think? I came when you guys years? were freshmen. Um. I think our custodians have done an amazing job taking care of our facilities. Very for, clean, very clean. Yes. Yeah. For it being, you know, <laughs> almost 100 years old, I think they've done a remarkable job so that it still feels like new. Except I do have to say the fax room, mm, you know, the floor is a little un- unlevel and kind of mm-hmm. wonky in there. So I can't, I don't think I can give it a four because there are some places that are definitely needing some upkeep. So I'm going to say a 3.6. Oh, okay. Oh, Maybe. Wow. That's like barstool sports. She's she's yeah. real with it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going slightly above Miss Batman. I'm going with the 3.8. Similar reasons for her. I think our uh, the high school is getting a little bit outdated. I think there are some plans to kind of uh, renew that, which yes. I think gives us potential <coughs> to get to that five star score. Me too. Uh, mm-hmm. But a little outdated. The grade school in great shape. 
I mean, obviously, the new gym, I think, is great. So Okay, so the new gym is considered new, but it's 20, what, 20 years yeah. old? Yeah, but I think it's still... I think it's still Compared to other gyms. I think it's right. still a great, faci- nice. it's just, great facility, it's, great Yeah, gym. I do, too. I think it's, it's, it's amazing. I know at Ingalls, their gym was built in 1985, and it's still called the new gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So, so what was your rating? 3.8. 3.8. Uh, what about you, Skid? So for me personally, I uh, I like the school, but I, I bringing up those points, that's true. The high school is a little, a little outdated. The grade school is pretty nice. I like the grade school. Um, looking sports-wise, I think we could use an update in the weight room. It's a little mm. small. Oh, especially. I didn't yeah. think about that. We could use an update oh. in the weight room. Yeah, it's the weight room is The small. football field, the football, <coughs> we, have the pro- we have the nicest bus barn probably in the state yes, of Kansas. Yes, we do. Possibly one of the nicest press boxes. Yes. Nice press box. A shout out stores. to Mr. Sound. The only, the only thing that our football field could, that would be kind of nice, like maybe like a field house for like yes. the practice field and stuff. And maybe some better away stands. And maybe, yeah, a place for you guys to go like during halftime. Yeah, locker rooms. Locker rooms. Just some little updates. Yeah. But press box. And, but not necessarily needed. Great, great facilities as far as over there. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about the weight room. Yeah. Yeah, it's maybe pretty a little tight. Yeah, and so, I, I must say my score, I for some reason only considered paint. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> I probably more agree with your guys' scores than my score. Now, only considered but, paint. <laughs> yeah. So, Comparing it to what I consider the best school in the league, I give our school a three point two. Comparing what, it, what what is the best school with regards I, to facilities? I, do Kyle you say? County. Yeah, it has Kyle to be. County. I mean, yeah, no they doubt. just run a smooth yeah. show there. Granted, they were destroyed by a tornado and were given lots of money to build a nice school. So now my dad isn't crazy about Kiowa County because it's all concrete. Yeah, it is all concrete. Is that, that is a little weird? But anyway. All right, going on Athle- athletics. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Taylor and I we're uh, we we're just I'm not sure what's going on between those two. Um, I'm not sure <laughs> I guess I'm just in disbelief of something. <laughs> anyway, uh, athletics, athletics. What would you rate our athletics, Kane? <clears throat> well, as you guys know, I'm not in. Uh, I I was in some of the athletic programs freshman year, but I'm not in the <laughs> athletic programs now. Um. I would rate um, our football team did fan. Both our football team and basketball team did absolutely fantastic this last year. I forget the specifics on cross country. Michael. Um, okay, Michael. I, Let's I guess I should say. Whole. Yeah, I'm not just saying either this year too. I'm just saying all since oh, South Gray has all been, time. Yeah, originated. What would you rate our? Athletics? Okay, well it's definitely above. It's uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to put my score at 4.6 stars. I'm going 4.99 because uh, – I'm going to say even, five. Even numbers are rookie scores. We don't do even numbers. Yeah, but if it's a five, it's a five. It's, I mean, I mean, it's all right, then it's a five. Perfect I mean, scores five. are rookie scores. Yeah, I know, but it's, I don't care. It's a, it's, that's what it is. I mean, let's think about it. We have the best coaches – I mean, you got Mr. Applegate, Mr. Blattner, Miss Dillwell's great. Mr. McMillan. Well, the Mr. McMillan's deal is great. you have a tradition, so yeah. got, it doesn't yeah. matter what year it is. When you say, yeah, when too. you say South Gray, they it's, think of athletics. And it's every sport. we got great coaches every sport. And, yeah, yeah. it's just – I mean – Okay, so here here is a question for you that one of the kids asked me before spring break. How do you stand out at South Gray if you're not in athletics? That's a good, that's a good question. Because she said if you're not in athletics – you know, because that's what people think of when they think of South Gray. So, if you are not an ath- in athletics, I mean, what would you answer to those that group of kids that I'm, want to be recognized and respected? And how do they do that? I'm starting 
here, I think our forensics team has made a big boost over the last three, four True. years. Uh, I think Miss Briscoe's done an excellent job with the forensics. Yeah. I mean, they they started with forensics. I mean, it kind of died. Down. I know my sister's here is big, and then it kind of died down, and she's kind of brought it back. Yeah, up where they're like one of the top teams in the league, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. you guys are. Uh-huh. And, and <clears throat> state potential everywhere on their team. So, I mean... It's I think a tough question. I think but. I think sometimes uh, people who are athletically gifted um, uh, have some different issues with regards to there aren't as obvious opportunities out there when you're not you're not in athletics. So sometimes you have to work a little bit and find them. Um, uh, but once you do find them, you know you can really make yourself stand out. And you know I'd almost kind of have a rebuttal for that question because. I personally think that it's probably harder to stand out in athletics because you're surrounded by so many great athletes that, I mean, you're just another one of the many people. Whereas at South Gray, if you do something different than athletics, then it's kind of catches people's attention. And I think that's, I mean, I think if you do literally anything other than athletics, you're going to immediately get attention and stuff like that. Like just look at Taylor, for example, doesn't do any sports at all. But the man has a pilot's license, extremely smart, and I think everybody, I mean, everybody knows him. He gets lots of attention and stuff like that as well. So I don't really think, I think the key to getting uh, getting noticed or recognized being not in athletics would just to be to follow your passion and do whatever you like that's not in athletics, and I think people will catch notice. Yeah, fair enough. I okay. think we're good. So moving on, uh, we kind of already kind of touched base on academics. So yes, that was something we, did. we were gonna. I, I think we just touched kind of base on that. So yeah. So uh, now our final rating of our school is our kind principal. Yeah, Taylor, what the do you captain think about of the ship? What do you think about the captain of the ship? As as you say uh, here at South Gray. Well, you like know the she... captain toe. You know? <laughs> yeah, the captain is your big toe. Did you guys not know that? No, never. Heard I've that never heard. You've of never that. heard that? No, oh my goodness! Watch are, Seinfeld. Are you going to sink with the school? If the school yeah. sinks, are you sinking with it? Well, you don't want people poking holes in the boat because then you will go down. So we need to be like a like cohesive a, foundation. Yeah. yeah. Not the anyway. Titanic. No. no. Right. <laughs> so anyway, Taylor. Yeah. Like, let's. let's yeah. Start let's with see. You. Let's see how you answer this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I absolutely love our principal. She's uh, she's helped me out a, a lot throughout the years by nominating me for camps that I eventually went on on to go and and attend at, and just, I mean, she's and she really. I think she handles um, a lot of uh, a lot of conflicts in the school. Well, whether that's um, uh, in students or management, um, and so I. I'm I'm really appreciative of of her and I I'd rate her probably a solid uh, 4.9999. <laughs> yeah, because perfect scores are rookie scores rookies. and you got to have a decimal place to make it not a rookie. Taylor, so. I expected no less from you. I'm truly worried when we go around the table to the Skidmore kid. You know. Okay, but we'll go to Ethan we'll first. We'll we'll Ethan. Zero out of five. No, oh. I'm just kidding. See, so you're worried about me. Rookie yeah. score, no, rookie score. No, uh, Miss Miss Please Badman. Give her a point one. Yeah, bro. Miss Badman is a great principal. She, uh, I mean, I think I think the thing that makes uh, Miss Batman stand out from most principals is the relationships she develops with students, and like, she can actually. Uh, 
the students can actually tell that she really cares about them, you know, and so that's a really big thing, and I think uh, as she continues to uh, uh, gain the respect of the students and build relationships with the students, uh, it makes her job a lot easier because kids don't want to get out of line and disappoint her and stuff, you know, like that, so I think the way Miss Batman uh, principals is way different than most principals. She has a little bit of a different philosophy on things, but I think that her philosophy is just as effective, if not more effective. Well, it's actually probably a lot more effective than most principals' uh, strategies as like as far as keeping kids in school for punishment. Like, what good does it do to do a kid that doesn't want to be in school anyways just to send them home for punishment? Uh, so her philosophy on things like that, I think, is very, very uh, smart and pretty progressive. So uh, I'd have to give her uh, another five, four point nine 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 because I don't want to okay. give her don't, scores. No, yeah, we don't want to do scores. that. All right, here's the interesting one. Let's yeah. go, Skid. When you were a freshman and you walked in, you know, <coughs> and now you're a senior. Yeah, I I met Miss Batman my freshman year. Crazy to think that was four I years know. ago now. It, it's kind of wild. Maybe I should go out with you. Like, we all come in together and then... We all go out together. All yeah, because she together. came... She that, <laughs> was, Your first year was our freshman yes, year, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had the big dogs, Gilbert, Brock, all, I did. Tyler, all those guys. It was guys. an f- amazing first year. Yeah, that, that, that was. But I, I don't know. I, th- I think these guys hit the, hit the spot. I think Miss Batman has a different style and approach to what she does, but it works. And it, it works for our school. I mean, perfectly. So, I mean, personally, you know, uh, I think as a whole, uh, principal, AD, superintendent, they work perfect together. Miss Batman's more the caring one. You know, she's going <laughs> to, they can come into her office, talk to her. Um, she's kind of like the yeah. mom of the school. Well, I, Everybody supports. But then you have like Mr. Zare when Miss Batman's <laughs> a little scared uh, to punish someone or maybe not as harsh. Yeah, you send them to Mr. Zare, and then they're like peeing down their leg because like <laughs> everybody's yeah. scared of Mr. Zare. And then yeah. you have Mr. Applegate; he's like the in between. He is. You it's... don't want to make the guy really mad because then it can get scary. But he's like still has that soft teddy bear side to him too. You know, like... you I think you hit it right on the mm-hmm. right on the money. I, I think yep. if you lined us up, that's exact. It, that's what makes it work. Yeah, it takes yeah it takes all three. That's what yes. makes the boat row. I mean, yeah. we're going with this ship deal here with our school, <laughs> so so row. our boat is rowing. Row <laughs> and, the boat, right? Yes. <laughs> and I have to admit, this job would not be near as um, rewarding without the other two, because um, mm-hmm. we just work very well together and appreciate each other and the strengths that we bring to the table. So, mm-hmm. and I would give all you boys a four point nine 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 as well, because you nines. are amazing, and I'm going to miss you deeply when you leave. It's going to be. Yeah. I got to throw one thing out there because I can't be all the way nice. If she tells you she loves you, don't believe her. Oh, I love all of you. That's what Applegate always says. That's <laughs> Applegate's quote straight from Mr. Applegate. He's just jealous because I'm not just telling him I love him. I tell more than just him. You know? yeah. just, he's just he wants jealous. to be the special person. Yeah. He, you guys had an realized... interview with him, right? Yeah. We, yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. Okay. we did. There was something I was going to say, Aaron, and I forgot it. Hmm. Taylor, you were over there kind of going, man, man, man. so you got something to what? say? Oh, no. You were like no. trying to talk, but it just. No, I came. was going to say something, and then you ended up hitting it on the spot when you were talking. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm good. Well, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, okay. I, I covered what I needed to cover. We yeah. raided the school a little bit. It's an amazing uh, school. It is. It's an amazing school. And I, I think 
shout out to the community. I think it all starts there oh, with the too. parents and the top and, and the great community we're in. Uh, we're blessed to be here. So yeah, it all starts there and then right. school from there. So that's yep. all I have for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in to Aaron's Antics. And we'll yep. talk to see you, guys you next later. time. Yep. See you guys. All right. Thank you guys for listening to episode seven of Rebel Ed Podcast. Uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. Uh, on another note, uh, for the upcoming events this next week, uh, we will be having the first junior high and high school track meets of the season this year. The junior high will be on Monday at home, and the high school will be uh, on Tuesday at Cimarron. Uh, on another note, uh, League Forensics is at Satana on Wednesday, so good luck to all our forensics people. Hopefully they can really show off their talents and hopefully bring home a league championship in that. And on another, and then in conclusion, kind of, we will be on Easter break uh, on April 2nd to April 6th. And speaking of Easter, the FCCLA is putting on a fundraiser in which they will be, uh, you can buy eggs and the FCCLA members will come hide the eggs in your yard. Uh, it is 25 eggs for $20 and 50 eggs for $35. So if you want to do that, they'll hide the eggs for you for any event and uh, they'll hide the eggs. If you want that, contact Cassandra Zwagger at 620-846-0338. Thank you, guys. Yep, it's a great day to be a rebel. <laughs>